Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back. Mark Aflalo, Mitchell Whitfield with you. This is your tech report. Follow along at your tech report and all our social media. Mitchell, I'm, I'm on the couch now. Uh, I'm on the couch as well, Mark. It's, How does that make you feel? It doesn't make me feel good. Go on. Um, Go on. I have this dilemma. Yes. Um, I want, I'm, I'm listening. New I'm Mac here computers are really expensive. Yes. Um, I tend to like to max out the computer that I get mm-hmm. because I'm going to be using this machine often. Okay. okay. I'm currently using in my office a 2000, I guess, 13, no, 15 Mac Pro. Whenever they announced okay. or released the Mac Pro, the, the trash can cylinder one, I have I'm hearing upgraded it. the RAM. I'm using, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm going to tell you right now exactly what I've got on this. I've got, I think it's, it's, 32 sorry, on it's there, late aren't you? 2013. It's not oh, even, God. God, this is not even 2015. What am I saying? Okay. I've got 128 gigabytes of RAM. I've wow, got a that's 3. a lot of RAM. 3.5 gigahertz, six core processor. Okay. AMD Fire Pro D700, six gigs of RAM uh, on the mm-hmm. video card. This is specification wise a beast. About as Mac Daddy as that thing was it capable of being. It's yeah. beyond Mac Daddy that was capable of yeah. I've upgraded certain things. I could update the processor if I want to, but I'm not going to. My MacBook Pro is a 2015 MacBook Pro with the touch bar. Mm-hmm. Was it 2015? It is 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, maxed out 16 gigs of RAM, a terabyte hard drive, all the bells and whistles. Mine too, yeah. I feel like everything is 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 kind of reaching its end date here, mm-hmm. mostly because I watch technology trends. I'm seeing what's going on. There's way more better processors, et cetera, et cetera. My laptop is expiring in terms of its lease. I have to give it back in December. My Mac Pro, I could probably live with this for a while longer, but I, I don't necessarily have to. Yeah. What on earth do I do? Because a new MacBook Pro with the touch bar and with the, the i9 processor and everything that, that's going to be the best of the best today will cost me around $6,000 Canadian. The Mac Pro, the new Mac Pro, if I configure it the way I'd probably want to configure it, is probably going to be somewhere around ten dollars to $12,000 Canadian. Right. Again, I'm going to lease this, so you know, uh, put this over a three-year period, and you know, eighty percent of the value, and ends up being somewhere around the two, three hundred dollars a month range. I need a laptop to travel with because I can't just use an iPad. I need to be able to edit video. I need to be able to edit audio. Well, here, here's here, here's the problems I see, and again, it also comes down to use case. What is your use case? What is your scenario for this? So well, that's, that's my scenario. Here's the thing. You know, here's the thing. Now we we both right now. Are using well, you have your Mac Pro. I use my MacBook Pro as my home computer, my studio computer. Um, it it travels with me, but it's also my desktop. So it's sort of the jack of all trades. Uh, you're lucky enough to have that Mac Pro as your studio rig. However, it's becoming dated and outperformed in some cases, even by your 2016 MacBook Pro. Correct? Yes. 
Okay, and that's even having it maxed out as much as you do a three-year newer computer still with the processor and faster RAM, faster SSDs as well. So here's the issue that we have, Mark, and I'm just going to say this for anyone listening that might have a similar problem. If you're in the Apple ecosystem and you are someone that wants to have a computer on your desk at home, you also travel, but you want to have something on your desk at home, okay? A great solution for a lot of people has been using a MacBook Pro in that configuration. You plug it in when you're home, you take it on the road when you go. The problem for me is, and the problem I've been having, Mark, is I've been enjoying this process less and less. There are glitches when you use your MacBook Pro and plug it into your home setup. You always have to open up the shell, open up the lid and close it to get to re to reset it and sometimes just restart the computer because it gets stuck in laptop mode and won't send the signal to your desktop monitor. So I'm sort of pl- tired of playing this game and doing this dance. What I want to do now is keep my existing laptop as something I travel with and find a new solution for the desktop. And the new solution for the desktop is something we both have in common. But you both you also want to be able to travel. So you could say, well, do I get another MacBook Pro and solve the problem this way? And for you, that might solve the problem because it would be newer hardware. It would allow you to be portable and it would allow you to stay home and have that computer hooked up to a dock and be a powerful home-based system. For me, I'm trying to get away from using it in that way, meaning I don't like hooking it up as my home system. I'd like to have another desktop solution. The problem is, Mark, what other desktop solutions are there from Apple right now you have the option of, okay, a Mac Mini, which doesn't have a dedicated graphics card, right? It would yeah. be a great solution if they had a dedicated graphics card. So if you're doing anything that requires graphics like editing, Mac Mini might not, even with an external GPU, still might not be the best solution. Well, then you have the iMac, right? Great solution. The problem is, if you want to experiment with different monitor sizes or that monitor does not work in your setup, you're paying for a monitor that you don't necessarily need or want because the computer comes built into the monitor, right? So yeah. for a lot of for a lot of people, the iMac Mac is not a solution. Well, then, and in all what of these cases, have? you're not upgradable. Really, you know, you got correct. Yeah. It is what it is when you get it because Mac has gone, Apple's gone away from the upgradable ecosystem. You, you may get what you want when you have it because you're not going to be able to upgrade it once you have it. And now the solution, okay, so if I can't do that, well, I guess I got a Mac Pro, but. For me, the same way in U.S. dollars, the configuration. What is it? Start at like six or seven thousand. Seven thousand. Start at five thousand. Yeah. And then, so to add little things, you're probably going up to eight thousand. That for the average person, no one is spending that money. Professionals, it truly is. Talk about like why do they call it Pro? The new Mac Pro, I think, is the one product with the Pro moniker in Apple's lineup that really is designed for professionals, not just in performance, but at price point, because it's something mo- really most businesses are made to spend on, not the average consumer, yeah. right? So this. This is the dilemma. There's no solution. I wish they had something in between, you know, the, with the power of an iMac, but not built into a, you know, into a monitor, but a lower price point than the Mac Pro, which is ridiculously expensive. So I'm in the same position. It sounds to me, Mark, like the only solution for you, if you were to stay in the Mac ecosystem and you wanted to be portable and powerful at home, is to get the latest MacBook Pro. But we also hear that there's a new 16-inch possibly on the horizon, hopefully with better thermal matter. Oh, we didn't even talk about thermal problems, Mark, when you go yeah. with the laptop. They have these i9 processors, these great i9 processors that can't be that can't clock to their full potential because the enclosure that the uh, that the Mac Pro is the MacBook Pro is in generates cool too it, much yeah. heat. Yeah. So it has to dial back, it throttles the performance. So there are so many issues. Is there an easy solution for you, Mark? The easy solution would be, well, I guess just get suck it up and get the latest MacBook Pro and live the way we've been living, 
right? Because it's the best overall solution. Yeah. But for me, that isn't a solution. So I'm kind of stuck. How are you going to help me? I can't help you. <laughs> wow, I need you to help a myself before therapist. I can help you. Well, maybe, the other thing is, a... you know, my, I, have, I have a physical office that's outside of my home. Okay. Right. So, um, uh, you know, I, when I come to my office, I don't even open my laptop. I just get to my computer. Everything is the way it is. I got external storage and all this stuff going on. So, you know, I think that might be the solution for me is getting a, getting the MacBook Pro, but getting it with like four terabytes of storage so that I can work locally. There's so many, so many factors that are just confusing me, and I just don't know what the proper solution is. You know, the, uh, there is a solution. There's one solution is to go to Windows, go to a go to a Windows machine. But then, you know, I'm still dealing with this the location of my file storage and where things are, and then, you know, going back between Windows and Mac all the time is that going to be something that annoys me, something that I enjoy. I think it's going to be annoying me more than anything else because right. I'm going to look for shortcuts that just don't exist on the other platform. It, it's frustrating, and I think that Apple's kind of baked us into this corner where there really, there really is no happy solution between all these things, you know? Maybe a Mac Mini with an external GPU, but even then, you can't spec those out really high. Like, it's, 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 it is definitely frustrating, and I get your monitor debacle, too. I mean, it just, it just sucks. And for you, I mean, the Mac Mini doesn't solve the problem of portability because that means, you know, you're leasing your machines. That means you're going to have to buy that laptop out and basically use, unless you want to spend for both a new Mac Mini and a new MacBook Pro, yeah. you're going to have to buy out a three- or four-year-old computer, a three-year-old computer to be your travel computer, which is bad. I can just spend a couple grand more and just get a new one, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, why I mean, it's... Just, why can't they just make an iPad touchscreen Mac? something that just works you know well, with I, think these that, I think that's stuff. what they're going toward i think that's what they're going toward the new with a dedicated you know ipad os we are going to see that crossover happen soon where you will have a an ipad that is powerful and i'm not just powerful enough because the processor is powerful enough now to serve as a good laptop but um, where the feature set is more commensurate with a feature set of a traditional laptop i think that is on the way and i think you know maybe we'll see the maybe we'll see the macbook air phased out and see the ipad take the place of the macbook air in the lineup i think that's what's going to happen more, more than anything take the place of the macbook air yeah correct yeah i could see I could, that happening i could see that happening yeah. i could definitely see that happening uh mitchell we've got a guest who's coming on in a couple of minutes um we're gonna be talking about um, forward sync which is really cool because they've upgraded to version 4.0 and there's lots of cool stuff so let's take a quick break we're gonna come back and uh, bring that guest on stick around there's more your tech report after this do did Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. 
I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. 